This is Off The Ball Breakfast. Ireland's Sports Breakfast Show. I wouldn't like to be in Ireland's position. Erasmus. Oh, wouldn't you, Razzie? You could have just beaten us by eight points if you wanted to, but you couldn't do it, Razzie, could you? Subscribe to the Off The Ball Breakfast podcast on the Off The Ball app now. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo. It's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Ireland and Scotland name their teams for Saturday night's showdown in St. Denis. There's bad news though on the Robbie Henshaw front and the Springboks may be forced to play in the knockout stage under a neutral flag. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First up today, Andy Farrell has chosen to tinker with his pack for Saturday's Pool B showdown with Scotland. Dan Sheehan and Ian Henderson make their first starts of the tournament, with the former having finally shaken off a foot injury. Ronan Kelleher and James Ryan drop to the bench as a result. The starting backs are unchanged, but Stuart McCloskey takes the place on the bench, previously occupied by Robbie Henshaw. Farrell confirmed this afternoon that Henshaw will likely miss the quarterfinals should Ireland get there. He pulled up with a hamstring, unfortunately for him, at the end of the session on, on Tuesday. And the diagnosis um, with hamstrings, they, they want to see how things settle down um, and probably takes about five days for, for that type of thing to happen. But it looks like it could be a minimum of a, of a couple of weeks at this stage. Well, obviously we'll we'll um, we'll assess that as we go. Certainly, um, um, he'll be around and, and rehabbing, uh, and we'll see how the weekend goes with other injuries, etc. And assess how Robbie's going on the way as also. Let's take you through that Ireland team to play the Scots. Hugo Keenan continues at full back. The wings are unchanged as well, with Mac Hansen and James Lowe starting. Gary Ringrose continues his centre partnership with Bundiaki, and Jonathan Sexton is captaining the side once more from at half, with Jemison Gibson Park fending off competition from Conor Murray to start at scrum half. In the front row, Andrew Porter is at loose head. Dan Sheehan will earn his 20th cap at hooker, and Tyke Furlong starts at tight head. In the second row, it's Tyke Byrne, partnered by Ian Henderson. Peter O'Mahony will win his 100th cap for his country. He starts a blindside flanker. Josh van der Fleer is on the open. And Caelan Doris will win a 35th cap at number 8. On the bench are the aforementioned Ronan Kelleher, Dave Kilcoyne, Finley Beelham, James Ryan and Jack Conan, who's likely to make his first appearance of the tournament after also shaking off a foot injury. Conor Murray, Jack Crowley and Stuart McCloskey will cover the backs. Head coach Farrell paid this glowing tribute to his newest centurion, O'Mahony. Oh, well, you can... We can sit here all day, the two of us, and, um, and and talk about what he what he brings, what he what he means to us all, um, what type of bloke he is, what type of family man he is, etc. We we'd, we'd be here the whole press conference, but I, I would say he's he's to sum him up, he, he's selfless. I mean, some some you guys would see the performance on the pitch, and it's heroic from from Pete. Like you know, you can see the what it means to him to play for Ireland, etc. But we. Obviously, see behind the behind the scenes, and he's definitely 100 one, one of the one of the best I've ever seen at making the dressing room feel right. And 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 it's not it's not just a skill; it's him being himself because it's genuine, you know. And I'm sure Johnny would echo this: that there's no better man that you would want on the side of, uh, sat at the side of you in the, in, in the dressing room at the weekend than Peter Miner. He's a, a selfless player that. Um, Gives everything to his teammates, a fantastic teammate, uh, top draw as far as the teammate is concerned. 
and he backs that up with consistent performances um, uh, week in, week out uh, for Ireland and for Munster. And Henderson is fully aware of the task that will be posed by the Scots this coming Saturday. They've definitely pulled us close a couple of times um, over the last number of games. Obviously, you can't deny obviously the, the, the results that you're talking about, but we've seen the way the Scotland team can attack. We've seen the threats that they have across their back line and, and their carrying threats in the pack too. Um, they've come out and said they have full belief and, and we've seen elements of, of their attack that we definitely deem to be incredibly threatening and, and, and have definitely got us wary. Um, they have obviously a crunch game this weekend the same way as we have and, and we know that we're going to be expecting to play a different Scotland side than, than probably we've come up against as a squad in the last sort of four years. Um, we've seen how both of us have experienced um, how good the individual Scottish teams can be at, at a provincial level um, and if they can get that translated into performance the weekend um, we know that they have the, the ability to do some damage on the flip side of that we need to look after what we can control in terms of our game and we know if we play our best game we'll, we'll have confidence in what we can do After resting many of his frontline players for the route of Romania last week Gregor Townsend has reverted to something close to his strongest starting 15 Scrum half aside it's the same team that started against the Springboks in their opening fixture of the pool Ali Price keeps his place from last week with Ben White missing out on the match day 23 entirely that's likely down to Townsend opting for a 6-2 split on the bench having failed a HIA in the wake of their win over Tonga Jamie Ritchie is back to captain Scotland from blindside flanker. Their team has Blair Kinghorn at full back winning his 50th cap for the Scots. Darcy Graham and Duhan van der Merve are restored to the wings. Hugh Jones and Sione Tuipalatu resume their intimidating centre partnership. Finn Russell is at fly half with Ali Price at scrum half. In the front row then it's Pierre Schumann, George Turner and Xander Fagerson. Richie Gray and Grant Gilchrist are in the second row. Jamie Ritchie captains the team from blindside. Rory Darge is on the open and Jack Dempsey will start at number eight. Ewan Ashman provides cover for George Turner on the bench. The substitute props are Rory Sutherland and WP Nell. Scott Cummings provides cover for the second row with Matt Fagerson and Luke Crosby, the extra back rows. Then you have George Horn, who can cover for scrum half, and Ollie Smith covering the rest of the backs. Speaking to the Scottish Rugby YouTube people, Gregor Townsend explained his reasoning behind that 6-2 split on the bench. Yeah, well, we believe that it's going to be... um a battle at times. Uh, the forwards are going to work really hard for us to produce quick ball and to slow Ireland's ball down. And we feel two back rows on the bench give us more opportunity to do that. Us getting quick ball is, is crucial to, to how we're going to play um, and have success. And also a reward for Luke Crosby. I thought he was outstanding um, against Romania. Uh, he played very well for us in the Six Nations and his impact of the bench on both sides of the ball can, can really help us into that, that second half. The Scotland head coach also believes that Ali Price is well worthy of retaining his place at scrum half. He, he's been excellent training, really consistent. Um, he's been very physical at training too. I think he's really added to his defence. Um, and above all, his accuracy. His accuracy of his, his passing game. Uh, he's in really good physical shape. thought he played really well over in Saint-Étienne where he started that night against France. Did well when he came off the bench against South Africa. Uh, and then played well in um, the, the, the minutes he was on against uh, Romania. So, yeah, it's, it's tough on Ben. Ben's, Ben's been a starter for us this, this year, but the three nines um, have been battling out, and this week it's Ali with, with George um, off the bench, who's, who's done really well for us in that role.
Now, an interesting one this. The Springboks may have to compete under a neutral flag should they reach the knockout phase of the World Cup. South Africa's Ministry of Sport has until October 13th, that's Friday week, to bring their country's legislation in line with an updated World Anti-Doping Code. As things stand, South Africa and Bermuda are the only two countries yet to sign off on that WADA code, which came into effect in January of 2021. It seems it should have been an easy fix too, with South African Institute for Drug-Free Sport Chief Executive Cali Gallant telling South Africa's Daily Maverick newspaper that the overwhelming majority of the non-compliant findings by WADA of our current act are along the lines of the definition must be updated to reflect the exact wording in the WADA code or some definition or term in the act that is obsolete and no longer used. He adds, so the non-compliance pertains to the text and has no bearing on the operational ability or jurisdictional mandate of the South African Institute for Drug-Free Sport. So, Minister of Sport Zizi Kodwa appeared to be waffling last month when he said the amendments must meet the muster of the South African Constitution and cannot contradict or nullify any existing laws. And if South Africa don't comply, then the country's flag and anthem may be removed from both the Rugby and the Cricket World Cups, which are now both ongoing, of course. Getting back to team selections, Captain Owen Farrell is the only England player retained from their win over Chile for their last pool de outing against Samoa on Saturday. However, he switches from out half to inside centre, allowing George Ford to return at number 10. Just one conversion will see Farrell overtake Johnny Wilkinson as England's all-time leading point scorer. For Samoa, Nigel Awong replaces the suspended Ben Lamb in one of nine changes from their six-point loss to Japan. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep getting this podcast first and indeed free each and every weekday. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow. Till then, thanks for listening.